In London, April is a spring month. And what are you, the weatherman? Don't worry about the odd intro. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of Raising the Bar, um, of which is my choice. So, with my choice, we have gone, as you may not have guessed from the um, introduction at the beginning, with... James Bond this week. We've been waiting ages and holding it off for ages, but we can't hold it off any longer. So, sorry for anyone who doesn't like James Bond. You might want to tune out. No, 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 no. Don't tune out. You might get a new appreciation of James Bond. That's true. You might learn something. That's a good point. Mm, good thinking, exactly. fam. Exactly. <laughs> but, all, but mainly, this is for people that like James Bond. But exactly. yeah, you will like it, isn't you? Exactly. So, um, that's what we've got planned for this week. So, we're going to have um, a little bit of that. And we're going to what we're going to do, actually, what I thought is we've chosen some um, things to do we've chosen some um, sort of ideal location gadgets and stuff and we're going to go all together and we've amalgamated it to make our ultimate bond film of all the ones from previous and if we get time we're going to make a new bond film with a new characters new scenes new settings but we've written down some ideals from previous bond films to see sort of you know what our ideals are and compare and they're right yeah that sounds good to me and just generally talk about james bond and we're going to make our film we thought about it. so what we done was we said oh yeah how about we do sort of a, a James Bond film with any character from any film you can make whatever film you want and do a new Bond film with new cast new villain new plot etc I went a bit overkill yeah. <laughs> I went very in depth with did mine did you no I, surprise there so I've only done two but one's old one's new but I went very and you know what I only did it it only took me it took me longer to think about it and think about what I can do. As soon as I started going with my idea, it just went boom, 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 boom. And it was all coming together. <laughs> exactly. And I will not lie, there are some characters in it or some things in it where i just done it for nostalgia's sake. But otherwise, I would say it was pretty good. Oh, nice. Well done. So, um, yeah, but I've gone with... I didn't get time to do both, so I didn't get time to do an old one and a new one. I just did an old one, but I'm sure that I can go with yours and see if I would have the same or not. Oh, exactly. Um, oh, and also, if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, welcome. My name is Jason. Yeah, and I'm Aaron, so that's us. Yeah, um, let's get out of the way. If you haven't listened, I mean, we've had a whole season and a bit, so it's not that you haven't had time to listen. But anyway, um, welcome if you have just started listening. Feels like we're just starting to talk about when, um, obviously, I'm a big Formula One fan, which might become a later episode. And um, in Formula One, when they get people, they say it'll be beginning like there'll be 40 laps into a race and they'll go for anyone just joining us welcome to formula one and welcome to the race and i think god you 40 laps into like the penultimate race of the season surely you've watched it at least once oh aaron people are going to be engaged by our big intro and a big everything going on about stuff and they'll be like whoa who are these guys and we exactly. go oh welcome exactly yeah. welcome <laughs> <laughs> hi i'm plenty of course you are <laughs> we've got so many of them so um why don't we get to it so um so let's start with um with james bond why don't we start with a title because i've gone with a, obviously i've chosen a title from an old film and we've chosen our best one or my best title I'll tell you what i know it's your episode choice and even though i've gone with mine i've only gone with one old and one new i'd like to hear your pitches first would you because you've got quite a few and you've done the older ones i'd like to hear yours well i only have one title in honesty i did have two but i crossed one off well, that's fine um, i apologize in advance i might be slightly occupied today we've got our mascot of ernie with us oh, and yeah. um he's a bit playful so if so, you hear a dog barking it's him it is him so apologies if mm. you do he's very loud i think before um, we dive into the topic though if the uh, i a Bond film. How about we give a bit of background to the people and discuss the world of James Bond? Nice, that is good. So, so what should we talk about? Just say what James Bond's about, if people don't know. Oh yeah, I mean, some people may just know James Bond. He's that guy who just 
bed women and drinks vodka martini and drives fast cars what a life you know, there's the scout what a life have you heard the scouting for girls song yeah i wish i could be james bond just That's for a day kissing, kissing all, all the, the girls, girls blow the, the bad guys away i love that song <laughs> yeah that, i wonder why i mean it's sort of in a general way it sums up james bond it, it, it isn't what james bond is but it does sum up the whole like James Bond as a series is summed up by its categories. So you've got fast cars, you've got beautiful women, you've got dangerous villains, you've got the actors who play Bond. Yeah. You've got these beautiful locations, which is probably more what it was oh, known yeah, for back in the locations. day. Oh, locations. It's very much a series which is defined on its categories. Mm, very much so. And you'll find online so many people have done so many lists on their favourite aspects of the films as well. I mean... I more and more appreciate, and the music as well, that's a big thing of Bond. They've done a new documentary, The Sound of 007, on Prime. Uh, I've had a newfound appreciation of the music of Bond in the last few years, so I loved it. So, yeah, so, I mean, there are some wicked music that's come out of it. I mean, there have been loads of big artists when you think about even, I mean, the most recent one was Billie Eilish. You've had Sam Smith in recent times, Adele. Then you've had, like, what's that? Shirley Bassey's done three. Mm. Tom Jones. Um, you just said so many big artists have done songs for the films, and they're all such iconic, almost evocative sounds, aren't they? The, things are, the thing about Bond music is that it's very much of its time. They always love to get the biggest artists of that time to do their rendition of it. Yes. I mean, if you think about it, in the 60s, you had Shirley Bassey. Bassey, you had Nancy Sinatra, Louis Armstrong, the 70s, Carly Simon, um, who was the other one, Lulu, Wings, which is a kick-ass song, the 80s, you had Wings. Duran Duran, Wings, Paul McCartney living that day. Oh, yeah, yeah, Wednesday, sorry, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> he goes Wings. Yeah, who's Chicken Wing? <laughs> <laughs> and in the 80s, you had Duran Duran, Aha, not a great one. Um, I loved Aha. Oh, the Sheena Living Daylights. Oh, no, no, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> we don't speak of that one it's so good <laughs> and then obviously Gladys Knight and the Pips oh so yeah that good. was really good and then 90s you had um, Tina Turner Garbage and in the noughties you had Chris Cornell Jack White Alicia Keys Weirdly Madonna and obviously in the 2010s you had Adele and Sam Smith and now Billy you know it really is a it's franchise of yeah the era they get Cheryl the Crow in the 90s yeah yeah there's it, loads of good music isn't there and that's the thing you could easily do a podcast on Bond music that's how wide it is and I could easily do a podcast on bod cars I can tell you that there you go so I know literally everything there is <laughs> and that's another aspect one. is that you get different they, they always say that the DB5 is the iconic car but they've had so many cars throughout the series or vehicles oh believe me we're going to get to that yeah we will <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a series a segment I will discuss for a long time but um, yes yeah, so there's lots to learn about James Bond lots to know about the um, series and there's 25 films to choose from if you haven't seen 26 films what am I talking about no, there's 25 and then you've got one two three unofficial three unofficial you've got Casino Royale 54 yeah Casino Royale 67 and Never Say Never Again oh of course sure. and, he, and also you could technically count the 2012 Olympics short oh yeah you could do you that's could true. technically count it but I don't that is no no we don't really count right. that one so that's sort of out I but, mean I can only just barely count the other three but yeah. <laughs> so should I give you the title of my bomb film yeah let's go for it do you want to hear my whole thing did you say yeah, I want to hear your whole thing. Really? Yeah. I'm going to be talking for a while. Oh, honestly, I'm fine listening. All right, cool. Plus, Aaron, it's your episode. That is very true. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> about that. So, um, so title um, of my Bond film, obviously, I've chosen all based on old Bond films. So I've just amalgamated all bits mm. of it together and mash up of all the Bond films and chosen yeah. my ultimate one. So, just to be clear, yeah, I mean, I've sort of done that in a way, but done it slightly differently whereas we said before take every bit of your favorite thing from another bond film and make it into one bond film 
Yes, exactly. So I'm going to start actually not with a title. I'm going to start with a Bond song. Ooh. So because the song I'm going to begin with first. So I've chosen one of two, and one of them I know for a fact Jason doesn't like. <laughs> but one of my songs I chose was "Nobody Does It Better," obviously, oh, love which it. is an I- iconic song, beautiful song from Bond film. Um, but I've actually also chosen because I really liked it. Writings on the Wall by Sam Smith. Okay. Fair like, enough. No, I know that Jason's not a fan of it. But it's actually a really nice song. Yeah, no, and Sam Smith is a very good artist. Yeah. I don't hate it, but I just think it wasn't as good as the others, basically. Yeah. Nobody does it as Carly Simon, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yes. So I thought so. It's from my favourite one as well, from the Spider Man, which is my favourite Bond film. Love just to get film. it out there early. Because my favourite, which you'll see, because there's a couple of nods to it in my choices. Um, but um, that's what the music I've gone for is the Bond songs. However, the title, um, because of the plot, which I'll get to in a while, I was going to choose the title of Diamonds Are Forever because it's a great film and I love the title Diamonds Are Forever. But it didn't really, wasn't really in keeping with the um, plot of my Bond film. So I've gone with On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Ooh, interesting. Yes, I was going to, but the plot of mine doesn't really catch her with Diamonds Are Forever, hence mm. I've gone with an Emergency Secret Service. So, very nice. Location, OMS. Or, yep, OMS. I've written OMS, funny oh, enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way to say it. <laughs> I couldn't bother to write the whole thing. <laughs> Then I've gone with a location or setting. Now, I've gone European Ooh, because yeah. I didn't fancy um, American location, not because I don't like it, because anyone who's listened to any of my previous podcast episodes will find that I love the US. Um, but I've actually gone with um, Rome or Greece. Mm. Rome from Spectre. Yep. And I've gone with Greece from For Your Eyes Only Very nice. because of the Triana. And it was beautifully set and it's a lovely area there and you know it looks really lovely and I thought that would be a perfect setting for my Bond film. Um, so that's why I've gone with either of those because I couldn't really choose between one. Now, what shall I go to next? Let's go to the plot next because I've okay. written it in order. Yeah. So the plot, actually no, I can't go to the plot. I've got to do villain first. So Because okay. <laughs> the villain is mentioned in the plot. To be so. fair, that makes sense. Exactly. So the villain, I couldn't choose. So I've chosen between one of two actually I've, cr- I've taken one out because I'd written three one was the first Blofeld from Monomax's Secret Service Terry Savalas second. Um, second Blofeld that's what I meant apologies it's all right. um, so he's the second one but I've chosen him but I've actually eradicated him because I think there were two villains that were better oh, nice. <laughs> very nice <laughs> my two villains Max Zorin oh, I love Max. him exactly <laughs> I love uh, Christopher Walken <laughs> what are you doing here James Bond yeah exactly <laughs> you sacrifice mine <laughs> and I've also chosen I know one of Jason's favourite villains mm-hmm. Largo oh yeah oh I love him he's just... you let him get the better of you <laughs> I mean the way he just feeds people to sharks I mean he's just such a classy guy he is and when he gets parking fines he gets away with it because he's got an idea he's just an important fit I he love is him. and he's got his own boat at Disco Valenti yeah. He is just such a cool he's guy. He's like the ideal cool villain. He is. <laughs> You'll let him get the better of you. I mean, don't get me wrong, he tortures Domino, which is weird. But apart from that, you know, he's my a dear pretty cool Domino. guy. <laughs> my dear beloved Domino. How do you know my friends call me Domino? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, so that was the villain I chose. One of those two. The Blofeld number two was Solid in there, choices. but I've um, crossed him off. Two very villains. good villains, to be fair. Very good villains. So the plot, I've gone with two because I'm unsure which one to choose. So one of my plots was that Largo decides he wants to create a nuclear disaster using submarine cruise missiles to blow up half of humanity, Ooh. akin to the plot of um, The Spy Who Loved Me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. Sounds, so, to be fair, if you're borrowing from another Bond film, then yeah, that makes sense, exactly. doesn't it? Or I've gone with something very similar to the plot of, I believe it is Spectre, 
but it's not and is well done Blofeld decides that along with Spectre in London he wants to launch a cyber attack planning to destroy the economic capital of the world yeah similar yeah, yeah. so akin to Spectre but not because there's a lot more cyber attacking happening nice new spin on it it is yeah I've got with a 2022 spin because obviously I'm cool man I'm a millennial <laughs> well obviously I'm not a millennial but um, yeah so I've gone with that as a plot um, to try and get the idea but I like the idea of Largo creating a nuclear disaster because it's quite akin to an old Bond film obviously Spy Who Loved Me with Largo because I wasn't a fan of Stromberg because I didn't like his voice um, and I didn't like it was a bit weird but I did like hands. but I did like his um, henchman helper woman who was absolutely stunning oh Naomi that's it yeah with the helicopter oh my god yeah she was yeah she would have been in the list if I could have found a room for her somewhere but she isn't I'm afraid but she's getting a special mention right there because, yeah, she was stunning. But anyway, um, so that was her, which brings us nicely, because I might as well mention who the Bond girl is. Yeah, go for it. I might as well, now we've talked about women. So I'll come with three, because I couldn't choose one. Oh, that's fine. In honesty, I could have chosen about 30. Um, but I've chosen three. <laughs> that were cl- Four, actually, because I've put, I've put one of two in another film. So I've gone View to a Kill, Stacey Sutton, mm-hmm. yeah. because of her. There's nothing else to say with her. Again, next choice was Paloma, because there's nothing else to say oh, about yeah. her. Because she was brilliant and also quite funny in the film. Um, and the other choice, from Licence to Kill. But Ooh. I couldn't decide which one, out of Pam or Lupe. or Lupe. So I've written both, but I couldn't actually decide which one so I would have. Stacey Sutton, Paloma and Pam or Lupe. I, to contrast them, ooh, it's a hard one. Because you've got Paloma, who's quite independent, age, CIA agent. Kick yeah. ass, and he got Stacey Sutton, who's a bit of a damsel. Yeah, she is. So I just went with who was the prettiest. Oh, yeah. I mean, Stacey, she's gorgeous. Yeah, I would. That's why I, went with I Stacey. mean, I don't know. I personally prefer Pam in the film, but I don't know about your film. Hey, I don't Mr. Know who'd Howe. Be best. <laughs> I think that Pam would be best suited for my film, or Paloma would be best suited for my film because obviously mm. Paloma will be best suited because she's out of the armas. Oh yeah, um, but yes, but I mean, yeah, her or Pam would be best suited. I show Stacey Sutton because she was so beautiful, but. um Yes, that was my Bond girl. I would have chosen one of those sons. I think probably for the film plot in choice, I probably would have gone with Paloma because she's the um, best, because she's wicked. But um, having said that, obviously any of them would have done. So, should we go to who my actor as James Bond would have been? Okay. Yeah. Obviously, with actor, I have to add the caveat that it's obviously not the actor now. It's obviously the actor in their prime as James Bond. Oh, yeah, that's what I've gone with with mine. It would have been them in their prime, them in their prime as Bond, but in the fit, basically, yeah. Of course, so yeah, so that I know mean, it was probably obvious, but I just thought I'd mention that anyway. Because oh, yeah, some people might be like, hang on a minute, Sean Connery's dead, why is he in your Bond film? Exactly. But he's not in this one. He isn't in mine either, so <laughs> as much as Sean Connery is an iconic James Bond, I've gone with Roger Moore, who is also Very dead. Nice. Um, but if I couldn't have Roger Moore for some reason, I'd have Timothy Dalton. Good choice. He always, did, he always deserved the third one. Exactly. Mr. Pricklepants. <laughs> if you haven't seen any of the Toy Story films. <laughs> he's also in there, which is hilarious. Imagine that crossover. Chuckles will fill you with the story. <laughs> <laughs> or lock me up. I'm a slasher of prices. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hot fuzz. It's so good. <laughs> um, right. Now I should use... Now, obviously, as um, a James Bond actor, he will get some gadgets. So I've chosen some gadgets to go with it. I've chosen two good ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. One is the iconic Omega watch. Very nice. The one that does the, um, that can in live and let die, that cuts the sort rope. Of, yeah. yeah, the sort that cuts the rope. But I've also used one that's, is it that one where he also has a laser on it? That's the one where he has the magnet. Yeah, the magnet. Yeah, that's it. I'd have yeah. that one. That's that a good take. You know what's funny? I noticed this. I was listening to a podcast a few months ago. I didn't notice this, but in live and let die, when he gives him the watch, 
he, the OQ, or eh, no, it's not Q, sorry, M. He never tells Bond about the saw in the watch. No. So he does the magnet and everything, but then the saw comes on, and I thought, oh, yeah, they never actually, because usually with the gadgets, they show, oh, it can do this, and then it comes up later. Whereas with the saw, it never came up before. No. So I don't know why it threw me, but I was like, oh, yeah. It never comes up. He just sort of knows. He just knows. <laughs> a bit like um, in Lip Jack Dine of a Day, Jason's other favourite Bond film, oh, yeah. where they go, um, here's the manual, so you can shoot your way through that <laughs> in, a, in an evening. It took a few seconds, Q. <laughs> Good old Brosnan. Wish it could make you vanish. <laughs> which actually brings us nicely on to one of the gadgets. So I've got the Omega Watch, which is one of the gadgets I chose. Mm-hmm. And I've also, probably because I watched it the other day, chose um, the Sony Ericsson phone from Tomorrow Never Dies because it's so That's good. That's the one with the shock, isn't it? Where you press, press here it. and it just Recall shocks. Recall 3-send. Yeah. And then it also does the control. Move your finger across oh. the pad <laughs> to drive the car. <laughs> Let's see how she responds to my touch, AQ. <laughs> so good. So good. Yes, yeah, oh. so I've gone with that. And also it does like fingerprint scanner. It does the shock. It does the um, driving the car. It also does um, one of the iconic film song lines from it, which is where he goes, here's your new phone. Talk here. Listen here. So that's what I've been going wrong all these years. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan was so good. Even he though was. I haven't chosen him, it was close to being replacing Timothy Dalton. But yeah. I do like Timothy Dalton, especially for my film plot. So they were the two gadgets I chose. Mm. Though I did also like that, which would have been chosen if it wouldn't have been if I had room. Was in Skyfall the um, Walther, where it's coded by his fingerprint. Oh yeah, because it's in License to Kill as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. I think that's a good gadget. That is good. Where it's done by his fingerprint. Yeah. And that is very good. So I would probably have it's that as well. As well, it makes sense. If you're yeah, a exactly. secret agent or an assassin, and you need to kill someone, if you lose your gun. Only you can use it. So yeah. it when the guy had the big bearded dragon goes to fire it, he goes, ha ha, yeah. and he can't fire it because yeah. it's not him. Yeah. And then it's only when he gets his fingerprint. I like that. It's very good. Mm. Um, yeah, so um, actually, funny enough, speaking of the Bond girls that I chose, I would have chosen the girl from Skyfall who was in it for two minutes. Thing. Is that her name? Yeah, severely underused, severing. Very underused. Bernice Marlowe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would have chosen her, but unfortunately, she I couldn't remember her name. And also, yeah. um, it was she was only in it for five minutes, and then she gets killed. So um, that was a bit of a shame. It is very, very underused, because mm. she was lovely. A bit like the one in um, Spectre, who you said, oh, yeah, oh, she's Monica lovely. Oh, Monica Bellucci. Monica Bellucci, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was very underused. So, um, yes, they were. That's just a little nod to them. Um, shall we go with? Now I've gone with gadgets. Do you want to hear my Bond car, or do you want to hear what ally I would use? Let's go for. While we're on gadgets, let's go for the car. Good. So the Bond car. So I could obviously have a whole segment about this um, yeah. and a whole episode about it, actually, about where they've all come from, what prompted the uh, makers of James Bond to choose each car and why they went each way and their affiliation with Aston Martin and going backwards and forwards. But I've actually chosen three, obviously, because I couldn't choose one. Um, and I've chosen from Die Another Day, the invisible Ooh. Aston Martin Vanquish. Okay, the Vanish. The Vanish. Aston Martin called it the Vanquish, we call it the Vanish. And then it's, it, um, yeah, and then it sort of goes through and it's very, very espionage. I like that a lot. And also, when it's um, all the, it's good because in that film, even though I know, and Jason will admit, Die Another Day is not his favourite Bond film. I don't think it's probably in his top 15. Um, no. <laughs> no. No, but I actually really like Die Another Day. See, I can appreciate, I appreciate it. It's got some fun parts. 
but some of it is just in it's, it's not excusable it's just oh, that's no. another that's another day I wasn't a fan of the, the villain in it not at all no but it's terrible I, no but I was a fan of the um, car chase which is very good on ice yeah. and them sliding around and, and then in the car chase you get all the um, different gadgets come out so like there's rockets from the front and they explode on the Jaguar which has also got gadgets the XKR and then they sort of you know slide around and both rear wheel drive v, you know big engine monsters swimming around not swimming but sliding around and shooting each other off and then you get all the different gadgets coming to fruition and you know it's brilliant actually it's a really really good car chase if you haven't seen the film the rest of the film's alright but the car chase bit is very good it's worth watching just for that but I've chosen the Invisible Aston Martin Vanquish for that and all the gadgets it uses camouflage and rockets and, and then it's got an ejector seat which is a nod to the DB5 by the way um, and it's got yeah so many good things I've gone with that I've also gone with the Aston Martin DBS from the latest one nice. now the reason why not because it's a very good Bond car with gadgets, because it is, but you never see them get used. Um, the reason I chose it is because Quantum of Solace, another film that Jason's grown to like more, but didn't like before. I thought it was alright, I still do, but it's only worth watching for the first five minutes, because that's why <laughs> I've chosen the DBS. Because the DBS, at the beginning, there was a car chase at the start, and all you hear is a noise of a stunning six-litre Aston Martin V12 singing through a tunnel, and it's worth it just for that. A bit like when people say about um, the bullet chase where you just hear the V8 from the Mustang and people say about the chases where you hear just an engine noise. That's all you hear, apart from some gunfire. But you just hear this stunning V12 singing um, going along. I would like that if they made a new James Bond film to be some sort of more V8 action, ideally like a Mercedes V8 or something like that. But James Bond isn't going to go German. So um, so he's going to be, yeah, but an Aston Martin V8 engine. They did uh, go BMW in the 90s a lot, didn't they? They did, So which got slated, by the way, Yeah. Um, which is a shame. And also the cars were barely used. They were only there because they yeah, got Gold the money. Goldeneye was literally, it was in it for two scenes. One when Q introduces it and the other when he's driving along the field and the plane catches him. Yeah, and then Wade takes it. And then it's used briefly in Tomorrow Never Dark. No, no, World is Not Enough and that's it. Yeah, World's Not Enough. You rever- that's a Z8, but in World yeah. is Not Enough, he reverses it back, shoots a helicopter down, it gets cut in half. It's just pointless. <laughs> yeah, in, in Tomorrow Never Dies, they use a BMW very well because the car chase and doing it on there. It's actually one of my favourite car chase scenes, that mm. one into never dies but i didn't choose the car because a bmw 7 series isn't really a bond car it's it's a very nice car but it's not really a bond car you can buy one now for about three grand <laughs> if you really want to have your slice of james bond style but um 750 long wheelbase um anyway so um i didn't choose that but i did choose the dbs mainly for the beginning of quantum of solace for the chase thing because that is just epic and the noise of the car and going through the um, mills and then at the end he just goes time to get out um, but yeah, it's just an, it's an epic start to a film. I wouldn't have chosen the car in honesty, but I chose it just for that. Um, but my actual number one choice above all of those is the Lotus Esprit. Oh, iconic. 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 But, and the reason they got the Lotus Esprit is because in the 70s, I won't bore you too long with the story, but in the 70s, they decided for the James Bond films and for the Roger Moore era, they needed a new car. So what they did was they went out to some different companies and said about we wanted a new car. But what happened was... That with Lotus, they decided, why are we getting people to come to us? We need to get, why are the people we're going to them? We need them to come to us. So what they did was, they parked outside um, James Bond Studios, outside Pinewood. They parked a Lotus Spree outside, covered every single badge over, every single one, 
and everything. Left it outside. And what happened was all the James Bond producers came out for lunch, looked outside, were like, what is this? Like, stunning, white, sleek sports car outside. Looked mm. around it. There was no badging at all. Then what they did, a man from the office went, got in the car and drove off. And then they were like, and then they were so compelled to find out what the car was. It was one of the best pieces of marketing. They were so compelled to find out what the car was that obviously the Bond people were desperate. So they just went everywhere looking for what this car was and found out it was the Lotus Esprit. That is a great story. And that is why the Lotus Esprit ended up in Bond films for about, well, three or four films at least. Um, it was in that, and was it in Moonraker? It was in The Spy Who Loved Me. It was in If Your Eyes Only. It wasn't in, I can't remember if it was in Moonraker. But I know it was in those two, but it was mm. just an iconic car. So um, that's why I chose it. And The Spy Who Loved Me, when it goes swimming underwater, if you haven't seen the car trace for that, it's definitely worth seeing. Nice. Um, but yes, yeah, so Lotus Esprit is an undisputed number one On choice. On the topic of like them doing things for Roger Moore's era, they did that a lot. So if you notice, his Bond doesn't smoke cigarettes. He smokes cigars. And in Live and Let Die, they purposely did it that he orders a bourbon on the rocks, I think. Yeah. They're trying to do things where they go, Bond and Bond, Sean Connery's Bond did this, but your Bond's going to do that. Two shags are axe. Yeah, two shags are axe. Celix would say. That's it. Um, but apart, I don't know the others, but yeah, they would do things like that to separate more from Connery. Yeah, I cool. I didn't know that. Mm. But yeah, the Lotus was definitely separating because obviously Connery's Bond um, used an Aston and usually pretty much always did. Apart from in Dumb as a Forever, we used a, Mac, a Mustang Mach 1 because it was in America. Um, but apart from that... He had the Jag. He didn't drive it, but he had the Jag in um, You Only Live Twice. Oh, yeah, did he? Yeah, the um, E-Type, was it? Oh, no, no, that was... Uh, you only know, the only other twice was Toyota. Toyota. Because it was in Japan. They did a Japanese car, so he's a Toyota. Oh, yeah. Which, fun fact, fun fact, Toyota. fun fact, um, the Toyota 2000 is a stunning car, by the way. You'll never get one because they cost about half a million quid now. But it's actually a car that's too big for Sean Connery. Yeah, it was. I saw that. Yeah, so they had to they had make to it... the roof so they, on purpose because he was too tall. Yeah, they had to say to Toyota, we want to use the car, but James, Sean Connery doesn't fit in it. So they went, okay, no problem. So two weeks later, they came back and they made it convertible. Oh, Converted nice. the whole car. They never made another convertible. I hope all you car geeks are loving this. Oh, I've got I've got <laughs> facts for days. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so fun fact. Um, so there's that. There you go. Just for you, Rachel, that was fun fact. So, um, yeah, so that was the reason why they got that. But the Toyota 2000 is a great car. It wasn't actually on my list, but it's a lovely car, by the way. Um, yeah, so that's the car I've gone for. Lotus Esprit, undisputed, hands down. And then, who is going to be my partner in crime? Bond allies. See, I could only guess one. Because if you have one. chosen the same one. I'm not saying anything until I've right. chosen. See, I think that your number one ally would be Golombo. Of course it would. Yeah. <laughs> I smuggle pistachio nuts, no, no heroin. <laughs> I leave that to him. We go together to St. Sears. That's it. <laughs> Tomorrow uh, we go together to Albania. <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards, we'll be good friends. He's just a solid guy. I mean, he even gives him his gun loaded as it to be he like, does. you can trust me. And he can, come on. And then he, uh, and then when they ask um, in For Your Eyes Only, they go to find out where this St. Cyril's is that the, the um, parrot gives away. They go to Q and Q goes, there are a thousand or whatever St. Cyril's churches and we can't find any of them. And then Roger Moore goes, I think I know a way to find out. He goes to Colombo and immediately he goes, Sid Sears. <laughs> <laughs> only, only he would go here. <laughs> 
Well, I can't be the guy's name. Only am I not Locke. That's the other no, guy's um, name. Um, oh my god! Oh, see, this is how forgettable the villain is in Few Eyes Only. Um, I know. Yeah, we'll I come back to it. We'll I can't remember his name it. because there's BB, who's the dancer, yeah. and then this is yeah, Christatos, yeah, Ari Christatos, Uncle oh. Ari. Yeah, yeah, Christatos. That's his name. Um, only Christatos would use since and use an old mourner's did he? Sincerus. I love him. He's so good. But yeah, so um, oh, what's the score, boy? One-one. Oh, there we go. Sorry, Arsenal playing tonight. And we can talk about them as well in the whole episode because obviously we're actually good at the minute. We can talk about them and not be ashamed. <laughs> um, so yes, that's that. But Colombo, I've also chosen, I've gone um, 2022. I've chosen women. Mm. Obviously, it's not, you know. So 20, oh wait, no, sorry. They're not, I'm not thinking of women, no time to die. But okay, interesting. No, no, no. I've chosen women because obviously, you know, me too. Um, yeah, I said that out loud. Um, but you know, if we were in the 50s and 60s, they'd be in the kitchen. But obviously we can't say that now because it's 2022 and they won't be. Yeah, we're not Sean Connery who goes around and schmack a woman. Oh, yeah. Man talk. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. So anyway, so I have chosen as my allies, apart from Columbo, who's my number one, Mm -hmm. Moneypenny as Naomi Harris from the modern ones because she's very good as a companion and she likes to get in the field, which is great. And I love it. But my other one is very, very left field because she's actually a baddie. But if you could turn her, which I could, because obviously I'll be wicked. Um, then I would make her a good ally. All right, who would you pick then? Good night, James. I hope you can stay on the top of things. <laughs> oh, Zenia on the top. <laughs> to be fair, she would be a very from ally. She'd be a very useful ally. She is very, very persuasive. Is the act? What's the actress's name? Famke Janssen. Yeah, her. So um, Famke yeah, Janssen. That's it. I'll choose her. And then when he takes her, take me to Yanis. The pleasure is all mine. <laughs> Say the pleasure is all yours this day. It's like sweet dreams. Like, That's it. Yeah. Gives it a chop. Yeah. The judo chop. That's it. <laughs> which, is, which is all you can do as well. In um, If you any of you had an N64 when you were younger and you played Goldeneye, yeah. if judo you didn't chop. have a gun, you just did the chop. <laughs> and when you did the chop, you then ended up with a gun. Like at the beginning, if you played four-player Goldeneye, you would end up with the chop and then you'd have mm. to find a gun by like killing someone. <laughs> and then when you get the chop, that would be that. But it was always funny. So, um, yeah, so that is my ideal Bond film. So, we've got On a Majesty's Secret Service, set probably in Greece or in Rome, um, with Largo as the bad guy deciding he wants to create a nuclear disaster using submarine missiles to blow up half of humanity. I'll be doing it in the Lotus Esprit, much like the Spy Love Me, um, probably with Paloma by my side, um, or um, Pan Bouvier. Um, obviously, Roger Moore will be my actor, with Columbo as his sideman, or Xenia on the top. Um, and he'd have his Omega watch and his Sony phone and the song would probably be the writings on the wall. Hmm. I'd say that's a solid Bond film. Solid. But then I would. But then it could also be Max Zorin in Greece. Yeah, Mac. To be fair, those are two good villains. You're deciding mine. <laughs> I love him. He's just so good. I think Max Mr. Zorin's top five villain. He he's is. So, he's Mr. really good. Mr. Bond. Because he's such a good actor, Christopher Walken. <laughs> have you seen the show? I loved it on BBC called The Outlaws. Yeah. And he's in it. He's like, because he's so American when he talks about English things. It's hilarious because he's got such a strong accent. He's like, so tonight we're going to go down to Tesco. And then we're going to get ourselves a meal deal. And then we're going to go home. And then we're going to watch something like <laughs> Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? <laughs> he's just so good I love his New York accent his iconic accent he must I be about it. 80 something oh he's going to be in his 70s by now Yeah, he'd be 80s I would have thought maybe yeah he could be I think he'll be in his 80s by now but he's such a good actor I love him <laughs> so yeah that is my Bond film so Ooh, interesting. Um, I hope you've got to do your one from old Bond films now I've got to listen to yours right. you've got a big list 
Oh yeah, mine's like a whole page long. Yeah, Jesus we? Christ. Well, yeah, it's all right. It's fine. So, um, <laughs> right. <I'm listening. clears throat> so I will first start. I won't do the title first. Go away. So, actually, no, I will do the title. <laughs> so I no, I'll do the Bond actor first because I want to set a, a story for where this is set in the Bond franchise. Right. So it's an alternative universe, and George Lazenby is coming back for his second Bond film Whoa. after Honor Majesty's Secret Service. But this never happened with the other fella. It didn't, no. <laughs> but in this universe, it did. And, uh, <laughs> you got with the Marvel what-if theory here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went full on. I was like, oh, this is what would happen if Lazenby came back in my <laughs> eyes. So, Lazenby's back. Um, is set after Honor Majesty's Secret Service. And it is called The Man with the Golden Gun. Very nice. So I haven't got any nods to that film in mind. So really, I, I, you know what? My film is heavily Man with a Golden Gun and For Your Eyes Only in terms of its plot in a way. So my locations are, well, sort of Diamonds of Forever as well, because I've gone with my locations, Thailand, Amsterdam, and Jamaica. Very nice. Did you, well, did you choose to go to Jamaica? Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> this guy who brought him along. Amsterdam. Do you remember when he went to Amsterdam? Yeah, looking for the house. Looking for the house for um, Peter Frank's house. Yeah, Peter Frank's house. We looked for it for ages. Yeah, not <laughs> Peter Frank. No, not no, Tiffany Case. Yeah, it's Tiffany Cage. Case's house, and I was doing a thing outside of it. I was like, look, Rach. And she's like, oh, for God's sake. Made them walk around for hours trying no, to find we it. Were, we need to find the address. Yeah, we were walking around. We had a spare day, and we were doing, oh, yeah, let's have a look here. Um, so that is wicked. I love it. Amsterdam is a good choice, as is Jamaica. And there's loads of bomb films in Jamaica, isn't there? So there's you've got one, only one is set. No, two are set there. No Time to Die and Doctor No. Yeah. And obviously, Live and Let Die is filmed there, but it's yeah. called San Monique. Yeah, but exactly. it's basically Jamaica. And then you've got um, Bar you've got the Bahamas for um, what's it called, mm. the Casino Royale. That's as well. it. So my villain or villains, sorry, I've gone for two. Yeah, I so they're obvious ones. So Blofeld, Telly Savalas is back because it yeah. is a sequel. He's got to be in it. And Scaramanga. Scaramanga is a good so choice. So I wanted to put someone who was younger because it's Lazenby. So I yeah. thought, well, maybe Christopher Lee might be a bit old. But Christopher Lee was so good that, no, it is going to be Christopher Lee. He was good. Um, my Bond girls. So I've been slightly out of it. So I've gone, one of them is Maud Adams as Miss Anders from oh, yeah. The Man with the Golden Gun. Yeah. I wanted her in it. You'll find out why. Yeah. I've also got Melina Havelock. Oh, yeah. Oh, good choice. Yeah. It Carol goes into exactly. It goes at her motives in that film are similar to Bonds in this. Yeah, oh, so I okay. thought it's a solid choice. Very nice. Um, it's funny we've gone completely opposite. Yeah, so far. I literally just thought, you know what? I'm going to go for some ones where I'm like, yeah, let's go for an actual sequel. Let's Melina, try Melina, good choice. And I'll go quickly with the you song. You wouldn't understand. You're English, but I am Greek. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas the actress was French. <laughs> Well, I'll quickly say my song because it's a song I didn't really think much of. I, I just put that Gladys Knight would sing the theme song. Gladys Knight the Pips. She would do Gladys Knight the Pips would do the man with the golden gun. Because I thought, eh, did, 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 I'll did. just go with someone. Yeah, I thought Gladys Knight would do it. That Who sung cool. that song? Lulu. Did she? Yeah. I didn't know that. Man with the golden gun. <laughs> God, that's Dear me. Um, vehicle, once again, didn't spend long on, so I will just be brief. I just went for two vehicles, actually. Um, one car. The DBS for Moms. Oms. I just say that. Um, I just went with that one because I thought, yeah, I used it in that. Why not? That um, and I've chosen Little Nelly. 
We're on there, Lee. Yeah, I, you, you know what? Twice. That was a nostalgia one. I thought, oh, I love it. I, I just want to throw it in there. Exactly, <laughs> that's a good choice. I want to chuck Little Nelly in there somewhere. There's going to be a plot. You know, a car I didn't choose, I was considered choosing, mm. was the um, the Vantage from The Living Daylights with the laser for the car mm. where it does that and then it goes over the ice thing. I love that car and I did think of using it, but then I thought, well, if it's going to be a sequel, I'll at least, even though I'll borrow stuff from other films, I'll chuck the car from Oms in. Oms. And obviously Little Nelly, because technically you would have used it before. So exactly. Right. As for my... I'll do the gadgets first. I haven't gone for many. I've gone practical. But nice. But I thought were fun. So, the first one, the grappling hook belt from Goldeneye. Oh, yeah. You know when he... Uh, yeah, that's it. And swings out. I thought, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's a good gadget. The second one, from You Only Live Twice, actually. Do you remember the cigarette with the gun? Vague. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he likes it. You just go... Yeah, yes, see, I, I, I gone for that one because I thought <laughs> there might come another time where Bond has a cigarette and he just thinks, yeah, you know, yeah. it'll come in that handy if he gets caught. That was good. But I've only gone for them two. I could throw in a watch, but I thought I'll go for them two as the main gadgets. It's funny, isn't it? Because obviously I went for a watch and a phone, which are two things that I use a lot because yeah. I always wear a watch. But you don't always wear a watch. So it's quite interesting you didn't go for one. Yeah. I was going to go for one and then I thought... Well, I know we're going time frames, and I don't really care, but at the same time, well, I don't know, I just thought, I'll go with these two, because they're quite good practical gadgets. Right, my allies. I've gone for three. Is one of them Columbo? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Colum- I've managed. I've managed to fit him into the plot now, but originally I thought, no, I've got to throw him in there. Exactly, he's got to go <laughs> but, in there. But really, he sort of is to do with it now, yeah. I've, I've <laughs> found a place for him. It's when he, um, do you remember when he's with, um, what's it called? And he goes, you're an embarrassing me. When he's oh, yeah, dinner. with Liesel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my, I would laugh if my heart was not so heavy for my poor Liesel. <laughs> I love him. He's so brilliant. He's just such a great guy. He is like, a great guy. That's why I, and who do you think my other two are? Your other two allies? I don't think you'll guess one of them. I don't give think I'll guess either of them. But if I was thinking of one of them, I reckon you might go with Major Amasova. No, good shout, but no, I didn't go for her. The major, I didn't go for the major, so I'm going to go with... Does Pam count? No. I didn't think so, I thought she would count as a Bond girl, so not her then. Um, I am going to go then with... I reckon you've gone with um, Chuck Wade. No, I should have gone with Wade. No, 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 no. So, I have gone for Draco, because I thought Tracy's dad, he's not going to be in it for long, but he'll be in it. He is good. Good choice. I liked him, I thought he'll be in it for a bit, don't worry, I'll get him in there. And the other one, because it's in Jamaica, Quarrel Junior. Good choice. (laughs) Quarrel Junior. I thought, I'm going to borrow him, I think he'll be useful. Exactly. I think he'll be very good in this one. We're not going to be Harry Man, Harry Man, hurry. hurry. (laughs) He's the one who's, um, when she goes, stop right there, and he's like, you could have killed me if you took the safety off. That's it, yeah. (laughs) You might have actually killed me for taking the safety catch off. It's like um, Quarrel Senior, where he goes, you want me for break arm? (laughs) In Doctor No. Well, I wanted to put Quarrel in, and I remembered it, if I was going for a sequel, then he's dead. Whereas Quarrel yeah, Junior, right. and I probably should have gone for him. But then I thought, well, actually, no, there is a Quarrel Junior. So, yeah, I'll chuck him in there. You'll be sorry, you rats. He's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Probably, That's Sophie's favourite, Doctor No. I know. It's probably because the it. first one, she remembers it. Yeah, exactly. She don't remember the other 24. <laughs> well, 24 I put her through. I will give you a plot summary. It might be a bit long, but I'll give you a plot summary of this one. So, to start off, obviously, Bond is grief-stricken after the death of his wife, Tracy. 
It's been a year past. He's quit MI6. He's gone rogue. He's gone off the rails. He's doing everything he can to he's try and find... He's gone off the grid. He's gone off the grid, man. <laughs> he's doing everything he can to basically find Blofeld, but also he's gone a bit... You know, he, he's drinking a lot. He's sleeping with a lot of women, but he's out of control. You know, he's a bit... Doesn't really know what he's doing. He's aimless in his life. Do you know your plot is very akin to Quantum of Solace? I did take a lot... And that was another thing. I took a lot of cues from Quantum of Solace. In particular, you'll find the ending... But um, a year later, and he's using his underground contacts. So he gets help from Draco a lot. Yeah. But eventually, Draco has been helping Bond. But eventually, he says his revenge has gotten too far. And he can't go on. He can't. He said he should let go of Tracy. Mm. He needs to move on with his life. Bond is angry. He basically just scolds Draco, saying, What is your daughter? What do you think you're doing? She wouldn't have given up. And he's gone... James, you have to move on. And basically, I, I'll skip a lot of it. So <laughs> I, one thing I will say is the cast. How much did so, you write if you're skipping a lot of it? Well, I wrote a lot of like main beats rather than the whole thing. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say that the M in this film, I'll make M Judy Dench and Q, obviously Desmond Llewellyn. Yeah, there's no other Q. It's got to yeah, be Desmond yeah. Llewellyn. I like Ben Whishaw, but Desmond Llewellyn, I just love him. But I do, so do M I. would be Judy Dench. Would you? Yeah, I love Judy Dench. Love I do her. like Judy actually. Love her. She is good. But I obviously yeah, all the M's are quite good, apart from the one who's the really posh oh, Robert one. Robert Brown. Is that like him. Get cracking 007. The really posh one. Do you remember? Oh that? yeah, him. He wasn't M, that was Tanner. Was that Tanner? Yeah. In few eyes only, yeah. Because because that was when he um they were in between actors because um, Bernard Lee died. Oh, so okay. they just had to bring him in as like a M's on leave, but really Chief of staff. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I remember now. Yeah, cause I can't remember. I think I probably would have Judy as M. I think about it because she was very good. Mm. But then I also did like Bernard Lee as M because he was so. I did, like, old I did really like Bernard Lee as M, but I wanted to bring in someone from the new films. I thought, and yes. I love Judy Dench. I love Judy Dench as M. I was watching the other day and I watched Tomorrow Never Dies and at the beginning you've got her obviously she did um, the show When Time Goes By with Judy Dench and with um, Jeffrey Palmer is yeah, it? Yeah, he was and also in Tomorrow Never Dies. He is in Tomorrow Never Dies. He's like, let's not waste time. <laughs> and he's like, and they fired a missile. It's like yeah. a mistake, and the men made like idiots. Ask the admiral where he'd like, like his, his bomb delivered. <laughs> <laughs> None of us chose Waylin. Waylin could have been a good ally in my one. She could have been a good ally. But basically, yeah. so Bond has been using his. He finds out a link to Blofeld through Francisco Scaramanga, who is a known hitman and an associate of Spectre. So Bond finds out also that Scaramanga was sent by Blofeld to finish off the job on Bond. He also finds out that Scaramanga was originally hired to kill Tracy, but I don't know, I'd probably make up something like he wasn't available or what I don't know. So basically Blofeld killed her. And Bond then begins tracking Scaramanga. He goes global. He then finds out okay, Scaramanga's part of Spectre. He's found out where they are. This takes us to Thailand. So they were in Amsterdam and Jamaica. Um, they go to Jamaica first. That's where he first finds Scaramanga. That's where he meets Quarrel Jr. Um, that's where Quarrel Jr. comes in because obviously Spectre were the ones responsible for his father's death. Mm. So it links into Bond, obviously wanting revenge against Blofeld and Spectre as well. And I think Blo Quarrel sort of tells him and teaches him about it's been 10 years since his dad died. He's moved on. And so should Bond. Mm. And then that's where it takes Bond to Thailand. So we go to James Bond Island. I'm, not, I'm keeping that. James Bond yeah. Island. Love it. Good choice. Um, he finds Scaramanga there. But only Scaramanga. No one else. 
he says, where's Blofeld? It turns out that Scaramanga actually killed Blofeld and deposed Spectre. He's killed everyone and he's basically taken all of their resources and he's using it for his own. Mm. I'm sort of stealing from, I've heard a couple of plots, but also there was a, there was a deleted, the original plan for The Spy Who Loved Me, if they could have used Spectre, it would have been that a young radical group would have basically come in, killed Blofeld and Spectre and then used their resources to take yeah. over the world. I'm sort of going that angle, but with Scaramanga. Um... Bond is with Melina at this point. Obviously, Melina's had it where Scaramanga, not Scaramanga, but Spectre have killed her parents. I've yeah. added that part in. And she's looking for revenge. Um, they both go to the island. Miss Anders is also Scaramanga's lover. But lover, she's yeah. also is sort of... I've upgraded her as more of a damsel to... And, like, you know, she falls for Bond to... She's actually basically been sent to manipulate Bond by Scaramanga. Yeah, she's sent off as this damsel in distress. Oh, help me, this man Scaramanga! It turns out that Miss Anders is actually his equivalent of his number two. Like you know, Irma Bunt. Yeah, she's basically that. Oh yeah, yeah. She's like one of the smarts, the brains behind the operation, and Scaramanga is ahead of it. Um, Melina and Bond based are in James Bond Island. Then um, they fight. Um, Bond and Scaramanga have a fight to the death. Uh, Melina kills Miss Anders. Miss and and there's no knickknack, unfortunately. <laughs> I would have had him, but I thought that'd be too silly. It was actually yeah, funny. Exactly. And Bond basically kills Scaramanga by strangling him. And he then blows up his HQ, and that is the end of Spectre. Mm. At the end of it, similar to Quantum of Solace, this is what I've done similar. The ending of Quantum of Solace, where him and Camilla at the train station, and they have the talk, and he tries to kiss her, and then she they sort of part without doing any more. That's similar to what he gives her a kiss, but then he's, they, she she just gets out the car. I've gone with that. I've gone with Melina basically telling Bond that similar to Quarrel, he needs to move on with his life. Your but the difference is in there exactly. But the difference is is that Melina has offered him to come with her, come away with her, but he eventually returns to MI6 now and this. carries on his his journey is 007 that bit sounded similar to No Time to Die do you remember when he sends um, thingy off on the on the train and goes you need to be away from me you go on this train yeah you, yeah. Go, you go now yeah similar plot but yeah that no is a good point actually yeah No Time to Die when he says you need to go away but sort of like in, yeah and Bond basically gets he, he gets reinstated by MI6 as 007 and it sort of ends on a well he's moved on but at what cost and that will be the end there you go. I've forgotten, you know. So, what's we just talked about Leah Sadu's character, mm. and I can't remember. It's really bad. I can't remember what her episode is, what her character's name Madeline is. Madeline Swan. Madeline, of course, it is. Madeline. That's it. I couldn't remember it. it just, I had a complete blank. I thought, hmm, who's she again? But, um, yeah, I don't know the actress, obviously, but I can't remember her name because she's obviously French mm. um, and has a French accent. But, wicked. That's, is that your film yeah. using some bits from yeah. the old ones? I'd say inspired by Quantum of Solace, but using bits from the old films. There you go. We are um, very partial to a Bond film. Well, exactly. I know you're partial to a Bond film. So let's very quickly go through my pitch for the new Bond 26 then, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Let's listen to your pitch for the new James Bond. So, bear in mind, this is one which, brand new, not necessarily from old films. Um, I've gone with the title, The Property of a Lady. Yeah, um, it's The Property of a Lady. Unused, like one of the rare unused Bond book titles. So I thought I'll go oh. for that. Um, my Bond actor 
I told you earlier, I was sort of when I, I sort of just went, oh, who do I think will be a wild card as next Bond? I'll just pick him. So I went with Nicholas Holt. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is a wild shout. Yeah, I, I thought like Nicholas it. Holt, I like, I'd like him as Bond, but also I needed a wild card. I thought I'd throw that out there. Um, my Bond lady, leading lady, is I've got two. So I have Amelia Clark yeah. and I have Anya Taylor Joy. Who? Oh, she. You you won't know her. Do you? I don't know if you'll know her from. Do you remember the Queen's Gambit? Yeah, yeah. She was the main actress in that. Oh, okay. Um, I would say my car. Once again, didn't think much into it. The Volante from Living Daylights. Yeah. I just thought oh, I'll pick an old thing. Why not? Um, my song. I've gone for two artists. So yeah. I've gone either Radiohead. Ooh, or they were meant to do, film, they were meant to do Spectre, did an unused one. Either Radiohead or the Arctic Monkeys. Oh yeah, Arctic Monkeys is a good shout. I, like I thought they'd be good, but I think Ray, I've heard Radiohead, but I thought I'd throw in Arctic Monkeys. Yeah. And my locations are going to be in Budapest, Morocco, specifically Tangier, yeah. and Greenland. Oh, they're good choices. You've really thought about this. Yeah, yeah. I thought because I, you know, I, was, I was consulting Rachel about the locations actually because I originally had New Zealand. And then we were saying, like, Greenland, New Zealand's bigger, but I just thought Greenland would be a nice little Bond-like location. Yeah, a good choice. And my ally, my ally, I've gone for two. I've gone for Felix, who would be played by a slightly older actor. It's not old, but older than Bond actor, Joel Edgerton. Yeah, okay. And yeah. I've gone for 009, who will be played by Daniel Kaluuya. Nice, that is a good He choice. was one who I thought could be an outside for Bond. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to go for Daniel Kaluuya as Bond. Yeah, that's a good choice. Like and it. my villain is Richard Madden. Who's Richard Madden? Um, what would you have seen him in? Uh, have you seen the show Bodyguard? No. I don't think you would have seen him in anything, to be fair. No. He's a big name at the moment. Oh, but um, okay. he's one of the big names for Bond at the moment, next Bond. Oh, is he? But in my, pro my film, he stars as Rocco Stanley. Rocco mainly, Stanley. mainly because he's Scottish, and I thought Rocco, Rocco. I thought that'd be a good name for him. So Amelia Clark stars as Penelope Richards, and Anya Taylor Joy stars as what did I put her name as? I gave her a cool name. I, I did write it down. That's it. Um, Mallory Dolby. Mallory. I thought Mallory. Once again, I was going. Mallory because of um, James Bond because he's currently M. No, I was thinking of um, there's a TV show called Archer and there's a character in it called Mallory. <laughs> and I thought, even though she's older, I thought, you know what? I'm going to go for that as a name. That's a cool Bond name. Um, apart from that, I don't. Oh, gadgets. My only two gadgets I've gone for: exploding pen from Goldeneye. Yeah. I did go for previous ones. The gadgets, yeah. exploding pen, and in Moonraker he has the watch which has got the dart. Oh yeah. I went for that. Oh, nice. I thought, once again, that practical gadget. That is thought, practical, yeah. like it. So, my plot is based on a defector from who is defecting from Budapest to MI6. And Bond is sent out to Station B, I called it, in Budapest to basically oversee this defection. Um, it's slightly espionage this one, a bit more, but it has got some action in it. Um, he's basically aided there by Amelia Clark, who's the head, the chief of staff over there, or yeah. head of section, sorry, Penelope Richards. Um, they are sent to oversee it, but they're also investigating a man, Rocco Stanley, who's apparently meant, who's rumoured to be trying to, what's the word, intercept this defection and try and get him over to his organisation. Um, 009 is sent by M to watch over Bond yeah. because he believes that Bond isn't trusted with this assignment. Yeah. So he sends 009 
who we feel who is a bit inspired by Nomi, a bit of a stickler for the rules, but at the same time he's a professional. He, he does his job. Job. And I thought I would also add in Felix because I thought it would be the start of their relationship, their big friendship. And I thought with an older Felix who's slightly jaded by the field, he's inspired and sort of reinvigorated by this young bond. Yeah. And they build this friendship together. Yeah. Um, from there, basically, they're overseeing the defection. Um, bond and Penelope Richards, Amelia Clark, begin to have feelings again. Turns out she's a former lover of Bond's from back when he was in the Navy. Um, they, they then intercept a lady called Mallory Dolby, who's a thief. She warns Bond that there's a traitor amongst their ranks and that she was hired by then to basically work for Rocco Stanley. Um, the defection happens, but the scientist, I didn't give him a name, I didn't really care, but let's just say scientist played by Bill Nye. Yeah. Um, no, 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 Olivia Coleman. Let's go Olivia Coleman. Yeah, yeah. Um, she is stolen and taken to Greenland, which is Rocco Stanley's head base. Bond goes to Rock to Greenland with uh, Mallory Dolby and finds there none other than Penelope Richards <laughs> is the traitor amongst their oh. ranks. Slightly inspired by Electric King. Um, that is inspired by her. And she says how she became disillusioned. She doesn't like the way the crown works, how the British Empire take everything. I know, I was just going for it. And um, basically she wants Bond to join her. But Rocco Stanley's not happy because Stanley is her new lover. And he's under the assumption, no, we're going to kill him. Yeah. Bond is loyal to the British Empire. He says, no, nope, I'll never be a traitor. Um, similar, to, and I haven't really gone out too much, but basically there's a big fight at the end between Bond and Penelope Richards. And she gets killed and it's all set, you know, etc. I didn't go into that too much. I'm not good with third acts. <laughs> the ending would be Bond takes Mallory to ta back to Tangier. Um, she's wanted by the British government for questioning and she was also wanted by the police in Budapest. Um, she's a thief. She stole many state secrets. But they don't have a romantic relationship. But Bond basically accompanies her to Tangier and sets her free. He wow. says, start a new life and go. And that will be it. There we go. But my other things I would have said, I would have cast... You know what? I'd go for Bill Nye as M. Yeah. I had the... Per that's it. As Q, I don't think you'll know her... But it would be the... I don't know if you know the Irish actress Aisling B. No. I would cast her as Q. I think she's quite funny and quirky. And I don't know who I would cast as Q. Who? I would cast Asa Butterfield. Oh, yeah, I know who Sex Education. Yeah, yeah, Otis. I would cast him as Q. I think he'd be quite That's good. good oh, I'd actually have Ben Wishaw again. I would if... I, you know what? I'd be tempted to go Ben Wishaw. Ben Wishaw is very good. I'm I'm going Newcastle, but if I had to do anyone from the old one, I would have picked Ben Wishaw. I, yeah, I think he's, he's really good, yeah. really good, very good. But yeah, but apart but, from but apart from that, that would be my new Bond film. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I think if anything I could tell you as an input, this is a Bond car, but I think I'd probably just choose an Aston Martin because obviously he's got a current affirmation with it, and there's not really anything else that's. Um, British that I would really choose to be instead of it because the only other thing I would choose if it wasn't that is I'd probably have a Mustang RTR because they are wicked mm. um, because of the noise they make and the sliding around but they're a bit crass for James Bond so um, yeah but that's probably what I would choose but uh, apart from that um, yeah I like your Bond film sounds good yeah yeah I'd enjoy it 
But on that note, I would say that we would have to put a vote out to the listeners to say whose Bond films they would prefer. Would they prefer Aaron's pitch or would they prefer mine? Yes, we can try and put that on there. I'll, uh, we'll get that put on the social media. I don't think we put it on for last week for whose World Cup squad you guys would have. So we'll put it on there and see what World Cup squad you'd prefer. We'll see if we can get a picture of it done and then see if we can make that happen. That'll be good. Um, yeah, so that'll be wicked. But now you are clued up on James Bond and for all the James Bond fanatics, you've now been James Bonded out. <laughs> which is good news we're James Bonding we are well yes we are James Bonding very good <laughs> definitely but yes it's been um, yeah it's all good and we're looking forward to when they finally announce who's going to be the new James Bond it could be who Jason said um, who, yeah, knows? Yeah, who knows who knows <laughs> 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 there's a few films we didn't do anything from hilariously like Octopussy or well you did because you chose more Adams but like Moonraker or oh, um, we didn't choose anything from The World Is Not See, Enough See I did Moonraker with the dark gun yeah. in the new one that's the only thing I took from Moonraker the World Is Not Enough I did the twist with Electra, the sort of romantic interest who's actually the main villain. For Russia with love, Doctor No. Yeah, I didn't really do any of that. Doctor No was, I wouldn't really say Jamaica. I mean, Jamaica, you could say Doctor No, but it's yeah, you are right. That's in a few films. We didn't so. take anything from the older ones or Goldfinger at all, did we? Oh, no. But as I said last week, um, Garcia's episode. Goldfinger overrated. overrated. Yeah. Yes. And I said that about a different film, didn't I? I said that about um, Spectre. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I said Spectre was overrated. I did choose some bits of Spectre in mine. But yeah, I suspect it was overrated. Mm. Definitely, because I thought it was. It was good, but I think it was overrated. And I did like, but I did like Mexico City, Inspector. Yeah, it was a really good location, actually. That was a good location. If I had to choose a pre-title sequence to put into my Bond film, it probably would have been something similar to that. He in walks a way. out, blows up the building. Yeah, and then that's that. Yeah, Dia de Muerte. The pre, yeah, the pre-title sequence, and that's really good. See, I'll choose Quantum of Solace one all day long. Oh, I know. Obviously, because I yeah. like car chases. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly why I would have chosen it. <laughs> Which is wicked. But um, yeah, but I hope that you guys enjoyed to listen to us and talk about James Bond. Probably it's been quite a long episode today. So um, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. And it's Jason's turn next week for whatever he might decide. Ooh, well, let's find out and see next week what is going to be happening. Exactly. <laughs> Another James Bond. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if he did. But yeah, but thank you so much, guys, for listening. And then um, you have a good week. And um, yeah, you guys be good now. Yep, you guys be good. <laughs>